You're listening to the Holistic Weight Loss Podcast for women who are ready to discover just how easy it can be to regain control of their health and wellness. Here's your host, Christina Ettore. Hello and welcome to the Holistic Weight Loss Podcast. Today I'm going to be sharing with you the habits and qualities that my most successful clients have in common. I will also share with you how you can learn to develop these qualities so you can achieve success too. Over the past nine years or so, I've worked with thousands of women and also some men, but mainly women. And the main reason why most of these women have come to see me is because they want to lose weight. Now, I'm sure you've heard the saying that 80% of your weight loss success comes from what you eat and 20% comes from exercise. But I might like to challenge that and go a step deeper because I believe that our thoughts and our mindset contributes to 80% of our success. And once we get that right, the diet and what we eat, that just naturally falls into place. And if you choose to exercise along the way, then that's just an added bonus. The reason why I believe this to be true is because when I first started working with clients, I used a nutrition only approach where I would basically tell people what to eat and I would hope, and I'm using that word very deliberately, I would hope that they would follow my advice and come back to their follow-up appointment with a positive result. And this worked most of the time, and I noticed that the people who made this work had a few things in common. Eventually, I decided to expand my knowledge and I studied hypnosis, NLP and coaching because I wanted to be a highly effective practitioner and I wanted everyone to get the results that this certain type of client was able to achieve. I wanted to feel confident in my ability to support and motivate others and I wanted to learn how I could teach other people to develop the skills and qualities that allowed some people to achieve their goals in what seemed to be a fairly easy and natural manner. So now I'm going to share with you some of the qualities I've noticed successful clients have in common and how you can begin to cultivate these qualities so you can achieve success too. The first one is, they acknowledge what works, and more importantly, they acknowledge what doesn't work. And I'll give you an example. I see many women in clinic who have done Weight Watchers or Jenny Craig or some kind of low-fat, low-calorie diet in their early 20s or 30s. And it worked for them back then. So they decide to try it again. But this time around, it doesn't work as well. So they keep cutting more and more calories and they keep eating less and less. And by the time they come to see me, they are so metabolically damaged and they are miserable because they are starving and fed up with not getting results. Then I have other clients who will try something that they have got good results with before, it doesn't work how they expected and they will take action immediately to seek help to understand what is going wrong. 
Now, both types of these people have the potential to get really good results. The difference between the two is client number one, by the time they come to see me, they are exhausted and they are over it and they feel somewhat defeated, which is not great for motivation. And client number two is still feeling optimistic, excited and confident, which in itself makes the whole process a lot easier. So quality number one, train yourself to acknowledge when something isn't working the way that it should and take action immediately. You can either do your own research or seek help from someone who knows what to do, which will save you a lot of time, energy and money in the long run. Quality number two, they plan and prepare for obstacles in advance. When it comes to goal getting, if you fail to plan, you are essentially unconsciously planning to fail. There are four stages of learning and mastery. The first is unconscious incompetence. This is where we don't know what we don't know, and this is blissful ignorance. The second is conscious incompetence. This is where we discover that we want to do something or learn something, but we are incompetent at it. And this is the most uncomfortable stage to be at. And this is where most people are when they first start working on their goal. They know what they want, but it takes quite a lot of conscious effort to do it because the behaviors are not automatic yet. This means when you are at this stage, you need to plan, you need to prepare and you need to predict what obstacles may lie ahead so you can have a solution ready. Next, we have conscious competence and this is where things start to get easier. This is where you can begin to spend less time thinking about what you're doing. You spend less time thinking about what food you need to buy or what food you need to prep and what your weekly routine might look like. But to get here, we need to do the work required when we are consciously incompetent. And lastly, we have unconscious competence. And this is the ultimate goal. Developing unconscious competence gives us the ultimate freedom. And I'm sure you remember when you started driving a car, you had to think about every move, brake, clutch, indicator, blind spot, all of that. And now you can drive without even thinking about what you're doing because you are now unconsciously competent. And when it comes to weight loss and weight maintenance, this is where you want to be. But it takes work to get here. This is the level where you can begin to eat intuitively because you automatically know what your body needs to thrive and you are not tempted to overindulge in behaviours that created the problem in the first place. And just as a side note, hypnosis and NLP is one of the tools you can use to help you to become unconsciously competent. So a moment ago, I spoke about obstacles and the fact that highly successful people prepare for obstacles in advance. And this is what I mean by that. 
some people will wait until after Christmas or after their holiday or after their birthday weekend to get started because they fear that they will not have the resilience to overcome those perceived obstacles. Or sometimes people fear failure because they have placed a really high expectation on what their weight loss journey should look like. Most successful people don't wait for the perfect time. They create the perfect time. They understand that life is a journey of ups and downs. They understand that sometimes life will be smooth and easy and other times they will have to think more carefully about their decisions. Waiting for the right time to start something, especially a healthy eating plan, is a dangerous form of procrastination. Firstly, because there is never a perfect time. Secondly, because the sooner you start, the sooner you can learn to develop skills and resilience to overcome any obstacle that presents itself. And lastly, and this is the dangerous part, if you are holding on to more weight than your body can handle, you are robbing yourself of good health and freedom. Don't wait until you've been diagnosed with diabetes. Don't wait until you have been prescribed high blood pressure medication. Because by that stage, you have already done severe damage to your body. Now it can be reversed, but why do it in the first place? And as I'm saying this to you, I don't want you to think I'm being judgmental. I'm saying this because I have been chronically ill in the past. I've been chronically fatigued and inflamed. I've had insulin resistance from eating a poor diet and I've had a whole lot of other challenges too. And one of the things that I really regret is that I didn't take action to heal those things sooner. Because at the time I was too busy studying full time and working more than I should have been because I wanted to finish my course in four years. Then I was too busy building my business and working four jobs, trying to get ahead. And then it was something else and then something else. And eventually I ended up feeling so exhausted and stuck and defeated that I hired my own coach. And that was what helped me to put everything into perspective. And it helped me to understand that if I don't have my health in order, Everything I am working for is going to be a complete waste of time because I won't be able to enjoy it. And it's the same with my diet now. There are a lot of foods I no longer eat and I never feel like I'm missing out because to me, I know if I eat certain foods, I become inflamed, I gain weight, I get foggy and fatigued. And then I can't be my best and I can't enjoy life in the way that I want to. And I'll give you another example. It's funny, whenever I went to the beach, I would always have this anchor to want to get an ice cream. But now not getting an ice cream when I go to the beach, even if everyone else is getting one, is not missing out. But not being able to go to the beach on a beautiful day because I'm too tired to get out of bed, now that's missing out. And that experience is one of the things that has helped me to make wise choices about the foods I eat and also about my health. 
I've been able to put things into perspective. And there is a lot more to this, and I might actually do a separate episode on how I personally changed my mindset around health, food and eating, because I don't want to get too much off track now. But basically, with the help of hypnosis and NLP, it is very easy to do. So please let me know if you would like to hear more about my story. Okay, so next we have Successful People Keep a Journal. And this one is pretty self-explanatory. But a lot of people are resistant to keeping a journal, especially a food journal. And unfortunately, I see a very strong correlation between people who do not want to keep a food journal and the lack of results that are achieved. People who do keep a journal have a better chance of success for a number of reasons. Firstly, one of the things that it shows me as a practitioner is it shows that this person is willing to do whatever it takes to achieve success. If I ask someone to do something because I believe it will help them to achieve success and they actually do it, then that's a great sign and that is someone who I am excited to work with. Secondly, journaling helps to make the unconscious conscious. A lot of the behaviours that we do that sabotage our success are unconscious behaviours, which is why we struggle to gain control of them. Journaling helps you to bring those behaviours into your conscious awareness so that you can change them. Now, if you identify as someone who self-sabotages, journaling is a great first step to changing that behavior. And lastly, people who keep a journal can actually bring valuable information to their consult. If something isn't working or if you are not feeling your best, I'm likely going to ask you what you have been doing and what you've been eating since our last consult. And I don't really want to give you advice based on what you try to remember. I would rather give you advice based on the information that you have journaled on a daily basis. This way, I can feel confident that the suggestions I provide you with are likely to work. Next, we have priorities. Successful people make achieving their goal a priority. Now, some people feel guilty about putting themselves first. Some people lack confidence or drive or determination. Some people have limiting beliefs that they are too busy to achieve their goals. Whatever it is that prevents you from prioritizing your goal, we can resolve it. If you are ready, of course. Next, we have boundaries, and this ties in a little bit with priorities, and I'm going to do another whole episode on boundaries because this is a huge topic and it's a very important topic. When we set a goal, we are creating a boundary. Now, if we allow others to treat us in a way that we don't like, or if we run over our own boundaries in order to please others or to keep the peace... We are essentially saying to our unconscious mind that our needs and our boundaries don't matter. And therefore, our goals don't matter. And so if you do this, you are going to confuse your unconscious mind. 
And we don't want to do that because our unconscious mind is the goal getter. It's our secret weapon. So we want to be very clear with our communication. And I'll give you an example. When you start your weight loss journey, you must be willing to change what you eat and drink. And for some people, they may need to give up certain things for a short period of time. So if you set yourself the goal to stop drinking alcohol for 14 days, for example, and then you go to your friend's house and they offer you a drink and they start saying things to you like, you know, one won't hurt, you can have one, you don't need to lose weight and you give in, you are not only violating your own boundaries, but you are teaching others how to violate your boundaries. And then if you're not careful, this can become a theme throughout your life with your career, with your goals, with your family. People will begin to learn that your boundaries don't matter. Now, if this sounds like you, and once again, I've been here before, it can seem like a very scary concept to start enforcing your boundaries because you have essentially trained everyone around you to not respect your boundaries. So you need to go through the process of retraining yourself and others. And you will lose some people along the way, but it will be worth it. And once again, hypnosis and NLP was what helped me to value myself and to let go of all of the negative emotions and limiting beliefs that prevented me from setting boundaries in the past. Lastly, I will share with you one of the final qualities that I see in highly successful people, and that is they develop consistent habits. They know that change takes time. These people do not try to do a 180 with their diet and lifestyle. They only take on what they know they can change. They don't aim for perfection. In fact, they don't even care about being perfect. And what is so interesting about that is these people actually end up doing far better than perfectionists. Because instead of trying to be perfect, which doesn't exist, they simply aim to be better. And that is something that's achievable. And as they master one good habit, they begin to build upon another one and then another one. So these are just some of the helpful qualities that I see in clients who achieve their weight loss goals in what seems to be an easy way. The great thing about these qualities is everyone has the ability to develop them, which means everyone has the ability to achieve their goals. You've just got to be ready. So if you have resonated with what I have shared throughout this episode, and if you would like some help to develop these qualities, I would love to assist you. You can visit my new website, christinaettore.com, and you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening today, and I will speak to you again soon.